Uh, my name is Will Fitzgerald, and this is the Galway Film Podcast. Today I'm joined by directors Gary Keane and Andrew McConnell, uh, whose new film Gaza is showing at the Galway Film Club. Lads, thanks for chatting to me today. Thanks for having us. Pleasure Great to be here. To be here yeah. uh, we're thrilled to be showing this doc. Um, it's been doing amazingly uh, on the festival circuit. Uh, you've been racking up a couple of awards as well. Um, and well-deserved after shooting in Gaza for, well, how, how long? Was it? Intuitive? Four years we spent um, on the ground shooting in Gaza, yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah, me about it. It's a, you know, it's a difficult place to work. There's no doubt about it. It's hard to get access. No one can really get access to Gaza apart from journalists and humanitarian workers. Um, well, I've been working there since 2010 as a photographer. And um, in the beginning, I used to go through Egypt and that was how we got in. And it was more straightforward then, but things changed over the years. Egypt had this revolution. Um, ISIS took over the, the Sinai, and since um, about 2014, we went through Israel, which has its own complications, but um, no, well, I mean, we dealt with that. We were determined to make the film, and we didn't really, we, we, we went through the channels we had to go through. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in terms of, uh, like, was it like a journalist-type situation, where you were, like, encamped, and you had to have, uh, you know, a guide, or how did that... Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, there was a few different methods. I mean, we, we went in as journalists, but we, we had no intention on being journalists. Journalists, you know, there was a little bit of a... We had to kind of stretch the truth a little bit there because they don't want filmmakers in. They want people telling the same story in Gaza. They want people going to the border. They want to see people throwing stones. They want to see that, that it's justifiable, their retaliation, regardless of the, the, the imbalance and how that comes to play. But... Um, they want to see that and they don't mind letting journalists in to see that and that's what we were going in to try and counteract we were mm-hmm. going in to try and do something completely different because we felt um, through our own interest in it privately and then when we got together we decided that we were we were going to try a different side we were going to point the cameras back into Gaza let the ordinary people speak the people that that the authorities that, that control everything that goes in and out of Gaza that they didn't want they don't want to be heard really they don't want to hear the ordinary suffering that goes on they don't want to hear people to hear you know the the actual detail of what yeah. it's like to try and live there and try and raise a family there and there's two million people there and they're just getting getting tortured daily you know by the by a blockade that's just not working um yeah. on any level so yeah we had to we had to get in under the guise that we were just going to be a normal journalist and then work on the inside with with fixers, uh, Andrew had worked with fixers previously. Then we hired another fixer that worked with us from 2015 to 2018, and he was invaluable in terms of organising stuff on the ground in advance of us going in there and clearing the way when we were there. But we had two major trips in 15 and 18, and and the difference between those was extraordinary. That we seen we seen Gaza just deteriorating in so many different ways in that in that space of time. So that that was really kind of sad from our point of view and worrying for the future as well. You know, really, yeah. Was there, um, I'm sure there was not some amount of uh, nervousness and fear about embarking on a, a project like this. Was it like, you know, leaving friends and family and say, okay, I'm about to do this thing and I'll hope I'll see you again. Or is it that, like, I, you, I mean, you were there for a while, do you? Well, I had experience of Gaza and experience of working in conflict zones. So, I mean, my folks were pretty well resigned to it at this stage. But yeah, there was, um, I think they were particularly worried about that trip, especially 2014. Although I went in not to f- shoot the war, but the war broke out when I was there. And um, yeah, they were certainly worried. I, that was the time when I really got the most calls and emails from people that I knew around the world. Um, because everybody could see it at that time. I mean, it was headline news everywhere, yeah. what was happening. 
and it certainly was the most intense conflict that I've ever covered. Um, and, it, and it went on and on for 50 days in the end. Wow, yeah. But that's part of the job, you know, you, um, you go there and if you're going to tell the story of Gaza, then you have to tell that side of it too. Even though we went from the start, we wanted to tell the story about the people and from the people's point of view. And conflict didn't really come up in our initial conversations. But to be on the ground during an event like that, um, it was vital that it was covered. So, so yeah, I stayed for the duration of the war and um, that, that was tough. But um, I think it plays a very important role in, in the overall film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, going back to before Gaza, um, you've all, like you both came at um, filmmaking from different um, avenues. Maybe we could each kind of talk about your beginnings. Yeah, well, my history is in documentaries. Uh, I went to went study documentary after I did arts here in Galway, and uh, I've been working on that ever since. And um, I first came across Andrew when I was uh, doing pre-production on a documentary about following. Um, photographers who worked in conflict zones so Andrew was one of the first names that came up because of his his awards and his, his uh, World Press Awards and all that so we started a conversation back in 2012 was it and it was a conversation about a different documentary entirely mm. but um, Andrew put me um, linked me to all his work and immediately I saw this project that he had had done in between 2010 and 12 or 2010 11 10 right? 11 yeah uh, called the, the Gaza Surf Club and I just kind of just got so sucked into it because I'd always had an interest in the politics of the area and in Gaza Strip in particular, you know. Yeah. And when I realized that Andrew had experience on the ground there from 2010, suddenly the other project just fell by the wayside and we just started a dialogue completely about what about the prospects of getting together and combining our, our skill set and uh, and trying to make a film about Gaza, a very different type of film. Um, so we, we agreed that we'd have a go at it and that's when... Andrew went into kind of a recce research a um, uh, few weeks on, on some characters that we had identified in 2014 and ended up right in the middle of the war. So that was a worrying time. We were mm. we were all very, very stressed thinking about him in there and very happy to see him come out the other side yeah. um, with over 100 hours of the most horrific war footage you've ever seen in your life. I mean, it's only seven, eight minutes in the film, but we could have made two war films out of what Andrew brought out of there shooting every single day for 50 days it was horrific and we we toned it down really because we just felt that to show some of the imagery that Andrew filmed there uh, quite remarkable imagery um, was just too much for public consumption to be yeah. honest with you wow. but um, yeah so that's how we got together and uh, and yeah we 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 just it was one of those projects that it was very hard to make you know because it was very hard to raise money for you know there was a lot of doors being closed and it's by invisible hands with influences in film that I don't need to kind of go into trade detail about but sure. suffice to say that there wasn't a whole lot of people knocking on our doors to, to, to fund this but we both were so determined that come what may we were going to get a film made yeah. um, we're just delighted that we got the film that we wanted to get made and that was through the endeavours of Brendan Byrne who came on board in 2016 and Brendan just fell in love with the project with Fine Point and literally pressed open every door he could to to raise the money for this and just by the skin of our teeth he got enough money to, to make it and it was made on a shoestring really in the, in the yeah. overall consideration of things and but we were just delighted to get back in 2018 and do a big big filming block that kind of nailed everything we wanted to to achieve and got the film out that we wanted to make you know that's great yeah Brendan does produce some amazing um, documentaries how, how did you get him attached to the the project 
I've known Brendan for about 30 years, myself and Brendan, as he was starting off working with John T. Davis and all the, all the lads up in, uh, up in Belfast and starting to work his way into the whole scene. We were doing the same in Dublin, coming out as film students and mm. invariably we crossed paths. It's a small place, you know. Yeah. So, um, and I did a bit of shooting for Gaza ba- or for Guy and Brendan back in the day when I, when I used to do a bit of camera work. And uh, so he was just a natural um, decision once we decided that we weren't going to have the time or the capacity to, to raise the money ourselves. And uh, Brendan was the first call I made and said, have a look at this promo we've put together. And immediately him and Fine Point jumped in and said, yeah, we want to be part of this if we can. So Brilliant. Yeah, that was a, that was a kind of a very, it was a very easy marriage really, you know? Yeah. Yeah, those are the kind of collaborators uh, that we need. And one of the amazing things to come out of uh, the the screenings has been the uh, the campaign for the Gaza Red Carpet Film Festival. Um, that maybe you could tell us a bit about. Yeah, that's something very close to our hearts. Um, I remember it well. It, it its first year was two thousand fourteen. It happened uh, towards the end of two thousand fourteen, and you know, I think everybody, at least everyone, surrounded with film remembers the the, the the pictures of the red carpet rolled through the rubble. Mm. I mean, it's a very iconic sort of image. It's it's the last place you expect to see a red carpet. And they staged it that year, I think, with very little funds, but um, but it was a, a great success. And it was repeated right up until um, 2017. And last year, they, they couldn't raise the funds for it. So this year, we're hoping to, we've started a campaign to raise the funds to try and get it back on its feet. Um, so we have a Go, GoFundMe page, which is currently, I think, sitting at £10,000, which is fantastic. Right. We're trying to get to 18. Um, and we're, so we're close. We're, we're quietly confident, but we do need to give it another push, certainly. So if anybody out there would love to see, you know, film brought to Gaza, a place that has no cinemas, mm-hmm. where the people have very little release from, from the stresses of, of living in such a, under occupation, essentially, and under this blockade, um, I think it's events like this are just few and far between for yeah. ordinary Palestinians in Gaza. So, in so many respects, it's it's a vital um, event. And so, yeah, let's hope that we can get it back up and, and running. Yeah. Well, and, um, and personally, like none of the contributors that are in the film have seen Gaza or a documentary because none of them really wanted to see it on a laptop. They never wanted us to send no, a file. And we've always said, well, listen, you know, the red carpet may be the, the place to, to aim for. And then when they couldn't raise the money, we had to jump on board and say, look, this is something that we really want to help you guys do. Because we really want you to see the cinema in a, or the, the film in the cinema in, a, in the proper environment yeah. that, you know, everyone should be able to go to. I mean, we're so privileged here to be sitting, you know, with the film show next door in this part of the world or in the free part of the world and able to, to do what we want and come and go as we please and have freedom of travel and freedom of expression and, you know, to be deprived of that is just such a horrible thing. So we're hoping against hope that not only can we revive the festival but that Gaza will be shown to, to all of the contributors and hopefully we'll get back in to experience that with them if possible. That would be amazing, mm. yeah. Is it, are you guys worried about can, going back there now because of, since the film's been released? It's hard to say. What will happen um, if we try to go back? We can. It's a very unpredictable place in terms of their media censorship and and how they view ver- journalists. It, in the past, yes, journalists have been banned, but um, we certainly don't feel we've done anything wrong. We've just gone and presented a situation as we found it. So um, I, that's just a case of let's go and see. Um, yeah. If we're stopped, well, fair enough. But we'll uh, we'll certainly try our best to get in. Yeah. 
um we'll when we post the episode we'll post a, a link to the gofundme as well Brilliant. when does the uh the fest when is the festival supposed to happen? they're looking at dates in early november at the moment they're trying to there's a few different things happening in the area with the um, palestinian days festival i think is on roughly around the same time and that's so they're trying to find a little slot where they can do a four-day run of it or something like that so i think it'll be early november yeah last i heard have you guys encountered um, Palestinian cinema that um, you know re- you really admire that you'd be- recommend people to watch? Not particularly, to be honest. Not in the documentary field. I mean, I think you know if, if you ever click into to the likes of uh, Netflix or that and try and find any documentaries that are properly made in 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 about Palestinians at all, you won't find very many. And mm. you know they have no interest in taking our film as as many other big broadcasters and 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 uh, mostly american kind of driven uh, broadcasters have no interest in taking this on board at all we've had doors closed to us left right and center in regard to this no one wants this kind of story to be heard in that platform anyway so it's a difficulty you know for all palestinian dramas have a little bit of an easier time getting out mm-hmm. i think they see the the fictional end of that has been a kind of a you know, enough of a remove from the reality, even if it is subject matter wise close to the reality. They see it as being a little bit more palatable, but certainly we've, like, we've two great distributors, Film Option in Canada and Cinetic in America, who are huge, and great. every single solitary door they've, they've, they've pushed Gaza through has been thrown back at them, you know. Wow. So that's what we're dealing with, and that's what we're dealing with in the fundings uh, yeah. uh, of the film as well, you know. We just, you know, yeah. It's not. It's not something that uh, a, lot, a lot of people want out there, you know. Yeah. So it's great to be to be accepted by festivals like your own, you know. Just because any time we can get people to sit in a cinema, be it one person or two hundred people to watch it, it's just a fantastic thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really Even to get it. North American distributors on, or like you know, a sales agent uh, and festivals is kind of mm. amazing. As well. Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully, but it'd be lovely. I mean, you know, film festivals as brilliant as they are, you can only sit so many people in the cinema at so many screenings and. Yeah. You know, it'd just be lovely to be on a platform that, a long-term platform that people could just click into and you could, you know, garner a wider audience for it in more countries and more territories and more people could just get to hear the ordinary people of Gaza and, and how, how it is for them, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you guys, obviously you're focused on this right now, but are you juggling other projects as well at the same time, looking at future things? Well, yeah, I mean, this is our first sort of collaboration and along with Brendan and McMahon, our editor. And we really felt that the team worked. Mm. I mean, we all get along. We all, I think, have the same sort of sensibility when it comes to making films. So, yeah, we Gary and I have just returned from Kazakhstan and Central Asia, where we were doing some preliminary filming for hopefully a new doc. Um, Brilliant. So we did three weeks out there. And, yeah, we'll hopefully put together a promo now and try and raise some funding. So, yeah, it's very much about keeping the team together and seeing if we can maybe do this long term and uh, make this a regular thing yeah. so that would be exciting yeah myself and Andrew had a nearly a three and a half day jaunt to come home through five countries only got home at the eight o'clock last night so we hightailed it down the Galway <laughs> this morning so we might be a wee bit frazzled just maybe take some uh, Red Bull before uh, you know, <laughs> no, we do the Q&A no, it's great, it's great yeah. to be home now we had a great trip and a great great first uh, outing with the shoot so hopefully Fingers crossed we can, uh, Brendan can go out and do his thing and raise money for it and we can we can be here again next year. That'll be great. Mm. Uh, we'll look forward to that. Yeah. Well, Brendan, thanks again for, for being here and for bringing Gaza here. Yeah, well, hopefully, and thanks for having us because, as I said, like, we just want people to see it and we just want to kind of 
but the people of Gaza into the hearts and minds of, of people who don't know how it is they, you know, how they live or how they how they experience the the fucking awful situation that they have to deal with. So, yeah, it's fantastic just to be here and just to see people turning up at you know quarter to two on a sunny a sunny Friday to to sit and watch a film, which is kind of it's not the easiest watch in the world, you know. So we appreciate everyone that takes the time to come and see it. It's great. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks a lot. lot. Thanks a million for having us. Thank you.